you see that she checked out my crotch? Yeah, we're at a steakhouse now. Tube steak. Shake, man. I'm... I'm dying. It's all right. Don't cry or nothing. It's just one of those things. The jewel on my back, it has a half-life of about 15 years. Weird. That's exactly how long we've been detectives. You didn't notice how dim it's gotten? Oh, God. Have you told me what? Nah, you know he couldn't handle it, man. not going on the show. Hi, everybody! Uh, Laser Time is back with another episode. Am I too loud? Hold on. Hi! Hi! Let's get animated. I don't have a good intro to this. Um, but th- Welcome to another episode of Laser Time. <laughs> it's time to say goodbye to cartoons. Uh, doing the... animated dance. A little bit. Uh, if you don't know what we are, Laser Time, we're the fourth leading pop culture podcast on the internet. We usually pip- pick a topic that spans games, comics, movies, television shows, books on occasion. Uh, and we try and fill it with as much research and sound clip uh, chicanery as we can. Hi, I'm Chris Antista. Who else is with us? Henry Gilbert. Yep. Diana Goodman. And Michael Raparez. Hi, welcome back. No, uh, this Michael had uh, suggested kind of a topic, but you just wanted to talk well, about it in somebody, general. Somebody said, like, you guys need to do an Aqua Teen Hunger Force with Wiki Paras uh, and not so many... Uh, Farts and wrestling. <laughs> we should get that farts and wrestling in this. Not as many. Mm. Uh, but what I wanted to do, Aqua Team just ended. After right. how many years? I think eleven seasons. Uh, Fifteen. It is a pre-nine eleven show. So That's yeah. what's insane. Like it, this was so, very by a small margin. It is pre nine eleven. This show was so instrumental to and me growing up. And that's my if sense you of don't humor. count their early uh, appearance on Space Ghost. Space. It was was it Cartoon Planet or Space Ghost? Both. Coast no, no, no. It actually, it was written for Space Ghost, but it didn't air until later. They made ah, a fake pirate. Okay. They made a fake pilot for them after the fest. And yeah, if, if you guys are anything like me, I bet you're a, you are more than familiar with Aqua Teen Hunger Force, mm-hmm. but you haven't watched it in years. It's on like the season. There's like eight new episodes every two years. Like, who's yeah. to know? I like that, uh, you know, Dave Willis and Mike McCracken? McCla- uh, Malario. Mike, Mike, yeah, whatever. Mike Malaro? Mike Malaro. Malaro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, the two of them together, they just make the weirdest shit mm-hmm. around that feels just made by stoned layabouts. And they seem to get to do whatever they feel like doing. A little, a little bit. Not, but Aqua Teen's never not been amusing to me, even if I don't consider it appointment viewing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I always find it incredibly entertaining. Yeah. I, I feel like in the last bunch of years they've been almost trolling the audience, and that not only I mean, it would go longer than that. Well, no, that it would it would go. <laughs> the you know, movie, like, they troll people like two years without an episode, mm-hmm. and then yeah, there'd suddenly be a bunch of them, and they'd disappear again, and they would change the title of the show. We so have... your DVR wouldn't pick it up anymore. <laughs> you had to somehow know it was back, and you can't tell just mm-hmm. by looking at an episode think... because every episode looks the same. Hold on, I need to look that up. the The titles they've given the episodes of the show. Uh, range for I think after the eighth season or something they got they're just wait let me see if I can if I can guess all right let's see uh, so Aqua Teen Hunger Force was the first one then I think it was Aqua Unit Patrol Squad one yeah, yeah after that correct. Aqua TV Show Show oh wait that's oh. sorry that's correct oh, okay. the wrong one both correct 
And I haven't bothered to learn what it's called this season. Aqua something you know, uh, whatever. Forever. Aqua Teen TV show, Henry. Well, that is, it's called Forever because they know it's their last season. So. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. And I did want to play a piece of the new intro. It's awesome. It is great. Ends with a shot of uh, what was his name? Doctor something? Doctor Doctor, Steve? Doctor Weird? Doctor Weird tattooing forever on Carl's head, and it's it contains yeah. a line about not being canceled, but a, a, apparently it is very much canceled against the wishes of the creators. Uh, after all these years, well, the show is the weirdest. It really was like the strangest thing, but it, it just came no, no, out. No, there of, is one stranger thing. Oh what? no, Twelve Ounce Mouse. <laughs> Thank totally, you. yes. Well, yeah. that show. Well, Twelve Ounce no, Mouse is just when Matt that, Mal- show. Uh, that show showed you that Matt Malero is the weirder one of the two, and that Dave Willis is like his grounding force mm-hmm. <laughs> because, like, no, this has to be in a place and have to have some dialogue. And meanwhile, Twelve Ounce Mouse is like the ugliest thing in the world. Has no plot, slow as possible. (laughs) Nothing likable. uh, Nothing likable, and yet I loved tuning into it on Adult Swim because, Mm -hmm. like, there was one episode where it ended with with a drum solo that was, I'd say, four minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And it was Uh, a a still image of a mouse. Hopefully, you clicked and saw the topic of the show, but because, like, it's about animated endings that mattered. And I might change that for the headline. I don't know. I just like the way that sounds. Uh, Because I'm a big fan of cartoons, and growing up, I, th- I was doing some research, and I thought off the top of my head, gummy bears had had an ending where the gummy bears revealed themselves to humans. I went and looked. I don't think it does. So, do, like we were, were talking, conflating that with Fraggles. Um, Fraggles might have a last episode, but that's it, the thing it about one hundred percent. The, the, thing, the last thing about animated episodes is that they would have to know two years in advance that that when the, that's when their finale is is happening, mm-hmm. except in a in an Aqua Teen world. In, fl- in for Flash cartoons, well, I think it's idea. mostly Maya. But I, but yes, in an, in an era where it doesn't take ten months to produce a cartoon, mm-hmm. you might know when you're canceled. But yeah. we grew up; the shows we grew up with did not know they were canceled. And oh. even if they did know they were canceled, they might not want to have a final episode because yes. they're in syndication. They want mm-hmm. to constantly churn them mm-hmm. around, replay the hundred episodes they have over and over and but, over. And we brought Michael the way he brought it up to me. I was like, "Oh shit, Aqua Teen!" And I'll watch that. And it, it had a fucking legitimate. Finale, oh, yeah. yes, it uh, did. But hold on, I will let's point talk out about the finale every, first. I will. If I would say fifty percent of Aqua Teen on the fourth <laughs> episodes have at least one of the characters dying in it and <laughs> exploding by the end of it, yeah. it doesn't have a continuity. That, but it, it's it frames itself with a device that me, it means the end. Oh yeah. Yes. Spoiler alert. Master Shake and Frylock fucking die. Yeah. But mm-hmm. in order to make it a little more concrete, they flash forward into the future when Meatwad gets married and becomes a sad, like, Tony Soprano I love him dad. As a dad. Yeah, with, with his clip on flip phone. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> yeah. I love me Tucked in polo shirt. And same with him on that. I liked him on that date. And the, the, him on the date. Him with the kids. No, him getting like, married, his hair. Blue. Let's see the <laughs> He broke his back making the hot dog. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 
And and it had a, pa- a song by Patty Smythe over the over yeah. the credits. Yes. About, uh, Patty Smith, Smith. So grandmother of punk. That was that was the basis of this episode. Also, it to to uh, cement its status mm-hmm. is like no, this is an episode that has continuity and it, it calls back to. When they killed Carl and uh, reformed his body out of eyeballs. There's a nice <laughs> few uh, callbacks on there that I did yeah, like. Yeah. And and one of my favorite bits is when he finds out that Master Shake has a jewel too. And he, like, Frylock's just like, oh, I'm just taking it. And then Meanwhile's like, no. He's like, he's a fucking dick. Like, <laughs> that is, that was the thing, like, after 12 episodes or so of Aqua Teen, I was like, you guys are sociopaths. You hate each other a lot. Just murder Shake. Like, what do you care? Yeah. It's the worst. Why do you being. tolerate him Shake, at all? Shake has cancer, and they send him off to find a new job. There was I was legitimately sad by this. Uh, Aquatine forever. And they they did die. <laughs> they did die. Uh, and then it was it's the episode is called the last one forever and ever. Parentheses for real this time. Parentheses we fucking mean it. Um, <laughs> and right when I started prepping the show to get sound clips, one I watched the show on AdultSwim.com, uh, and I click on part one of eight. The show is split <laughs> into eight different videos so that Adult Swim can run ads in between. Yeah, quite a lot of ads. And it's also that they stream different. So what it streamed that, and then all of a sudden I got a different episode that I thought was the last episode, but it turns out was not. It was just the website is kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Justin Roiland was playing a beef link jerky tie a commercial tie-in character, and the whole show was about that they only still exist because they're most the most recognizable Adult Swim characters, and people like to buy brands on them. Well, uh, I think they're like, the most famous ones that Turner owns outright. Yes, it is, but the, the, the Boost Mobile episode, there's been plenty commercial I love tie-ins. Boost Mo- yeah. Man, yeah. Boost Mobile one probably works great now. And I thought it was super. I thought that was the last episode. Super poignant. Aquatines have no long, no longer have any reason to exist except for product tie-ins. Justin Roiland is voicing the product, symbolizing the old, uh, making way for the new. Because mm. Justin Roiland creates Rick and Morty, and that's the big new shit right now in Adult Swim. It Aqua Teen and, and, and Rick and Morty, just thinking of them as two shows airing after one another feels weird. It's, I recently watched just a block of. A bunch of reruns of like 2004 mm-hmm. episodes of like adult of uh, Robot Chicken and mm-hmm. Aqua Teen, and it just felt so old to me. It's I was like, boy, this 15 is years, yeah, 15 years pre 9 11, like you said. But then I found out that wasn't the last episode, there was an eight chunks, and in between every episode is an Aqua Teen starring commercial for PlayStation View. Yeah, so very strange. <laughs> I just want to point out that's roughly eight times the commercials that it people is. had to put up with uh, watching the broadcast it, version. And then I'm like, ah, Michael wants to do an episode. I'll go get clips. Went to go get clips. Adult Swim removes the episode, unless you're a cable subscriber, mm-hmm. within one week. You I should c- have an Xfinity account. I wasn't account. even allowed. No, I oh, don't. wait, you don't. I do not I have do. an Xfinity account. That's how I watch it on my phone. So I couldn't watch it, and I couldn't get clips. So I was sad. I couldn't get you <laughs> clips of the deaths of Frylock and Master Shake, the very real end of Aqua Teen. And instead, I found... There is a secret last episode on the website now. Yep. That's yeah. even more. Yeah, yes. It might, it, for all we know, it'll air. Uh, it will have aired yesterday. Or but, it'll just or be it'll on never a DVD air. Or, mm. But uh, oh, I do have ones. a clip of it because Shake did die. He was eaten by clams. French speaking clams. Get back to the ship. Look at me photobombing them clams. That was some weekend, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, that was last weekend. What are we going to do today? It isn't today, Meatwad. It's the first day of eternity. Because <laughs> I just found out 
that I'm f***ing immortal. So, so that, so th- this sweet and poignant episode I thought we were going to talk about has been ruined by its own creators. I should have expected it. Course, There's yeah. an episode online where Frylock and Shake discover they're immortal and team up with Christopher Lambert and uh, Lambert. Lambert. They, make, they point that out many times. On it. Christo- Christoph Lambert is very sad that he is immortal. Well, he's just blasé about being immortal. He's so you've already seen the episode? Yeah, I watched it. No, I haven't seen. I have not seen yeah. it yet. It just. I, I was so prepared with notes about Aqua Teen, like, let's celebrate this Look, long lost show. Is, it's not over at all. That is the last episode. You think that, so? that one online is just another, you know, goof about. A DVD feature, them. which yeah. I don't believe. I believe Adult Swim announced they're not doing any more DVDs or I something like that. I believe so, Aww. yeah. I, at least not any with um, special features and stuff. Though I will say the Rick and Morty Blu ray is amazing. Yeah. Um, but I did, I did uh, want to bring you up. You want to talk about different things? Yeah, like, uh, well, it's because, like we said before, animated programs, especially with me growing up, did not get finales. They did not get closure. Nope. And I, yeah. I didn't even think, Diana, of the, the, the rerun nature that maybe you don't want to give a kid finale. They're yeah. made to mm. be just rerun. confuse people. It's an economic <laughs> thing, well, too. Well, before, before yeah. the internet, like, I, I've said that a billion times, we didn't know what new episode was going to air, and a lot of. That started Adult Swim makes me feel like they started that. Like we have a new season coming. No more old episodes. New episodes are coming. They would brag about that all the time. I, I know they didn't start that, but I they, think it wasn't uh, how yeah. people talked back in the day. They didn't no. want to. They didn't really want to call attention to the fact that you might be watching a rerun. So we just right. sit there and watch shit like Run and Stimpy and hope and pray. This is an episode I have not yeah, seen yet. Or you yet. check the TV guide when it shows up on Sunday. Yeah, hopefully. Or every single day in the back of the newspaper and see if there's a little R next to it. And you're like, oh, man. Oh, that's right. They noted it with an R. But like, like oh, it's a rerun. I felt like I felt oh, like But it's it was... one I like. So I can, now I get to watch it again <laughs> because I can't ever see You'll it anywhere else. You'll never watch it any other way. I think it was, I think it was like in the early to mid-90s mm-hmm. was when people started... They realized kids were paying more attention, or they'd sneak in more final things into the shows, and mm-hmm. they made it more clear that like this was an adventure that was that had some finality to it. But they wouldn't. It also wouldn't be oh a whole new a whole I, new I paradigm. Never, I honestly guys. never noticed it until HBO shows because they were very much meant to be digested in continuity. Mm-hmm. And that was the fir- that was my first experience with. I'll say non-serialized television because you could go watch like a fucking I don't know Hill Street Blues NYPD Blue and any episode can take place at any point mm-hmm. in the season it doesn't matter. Well, well but those... there's there's some overarching sure. stories, but mm-hmm. if you jump in in the middle, yeah, you'll probably get yeah, it. Yeah, and I think that was super prevalent around the time most of the cartoon shows we grew up with. So I, the first thing I checked, of course, was Nicktoons. Ren and mm-hmm. Simpy has no fucking finale oh, whatsoever. No, no, no. Rugrats, no finale whatsoever. And by, yeah. and by I read the synopsis in like 18 characters I've never heard of <laughs> uh, were in season 9. Well, Kimmy, that, no idea. Because that show ended, it was one of those ones where they took it two years off and then they just started animating it again. Well, Dave was supposed to, because he looked up the Doug episode. And I Doug, know all about the oh, finale. Yeah. Because Doug had not only had a finale, it had two finales. Yeah, so Doug, Doug the one of the three first Nicktoons, mm-hmm. It was written with uh, with a finality to it. So Jim Jenkins' production on the Nicktoons version of Doug mm-hmm. ends with him graduating sixth grade. It's his last day of sixth grade. And so that is one of those things that you see in a finale which does change the entire concept of the show. And I think he, he knew that because like his production company was purchased by Disney. Mm-hmm. So he... He did like usually when places find out where they're canceled, it's sudden. Yeah, he was acquired by another company, knowing that like this show will be going elsewhere, but not dying. I am and going to give it a finale. So then, when Disney's Doug yeah. began, it the first episode is a really interesting first episode, and uh, how different it was from all these other cartoons because it was all about this new status quo and how the the plot of the episode is everything is different from the Doug show there. 
They're in they're in middle school now. Some characters who are rich are now poor. Some characters who are poor are now rich. The beats have broken up. Oh, wh- what? What? Like, yeah, there's lots Where's of stuff like that going son? on. And so, and they introduce a few new characters that. <laughs> Connie, the fat green girl, she lost a bunch of weight over the summer. There's there's mm. lots of little stuff like that. Then, interestingly enough, by the last episode of the show, uh, which I didn't watch much in between Doug of the beginning and the end, but in the last episode of the show, they actually undo most of those things. The beats get back together. I think uh, Roger, who became rich, is now not rich anymore, or he has a different setup. And Patty's uh, widowed father uh, marries their teacher, and it's Jesus. just all these things. It, it's a new. It's a whole new day for Doug. And as uh, Dave pointed out when he was retelling it to us, I forgot this fact. Mm. Doug hits the last page in his journal, and he's like, "Well, time to start a new one." And then the journal's over. Thus, saying the show. It's. Is over. It sounded. The description was fucking beautiful. Yeah, like a really good finale to. And I love calling attention to Doug. It's Doug is nobody's favorite Nicktoon. No, but when you look back, like this is a very sweet, very earnest, very very sincere show. It was never that funny. Never was better than Rugrats. Yes, I think it does. Yeah, yeah. I think Ren and Stimpy at its best is a million times better than Doug. But there's also a lot of shitty Ren and Stimpy Mm. episodes. Well, you you kind of have it's a real it's a real crapshoot with Ren and Stimpy. I did say that Rocco on the uh, I, shit. I thought I had a clip of it, and it's not here. Rocco but, uh, does have kind of a last episode too, where it takes place in the future, which I guess actually it's eighteen years I, in the I future have a, from then, a short which clip is now. <laughs> what did you break? It's a picture. I believe the correct term was phonograph. Oh my gosh! Look, it's Dad, and there's you, and there's me. Oh, maybe that's me. Philbert's children, so who Philbert's look like, children. like exactly like Philbert and Heifer. Yep. Yeah, Rocco had a. a well, because Heifer finale. sat on their eggs, and uh, and what's uh, almost always the case, because this is how animated is treat, animation is treated. All of these episodes aired out of order. Yeah. So the la- but they are last this in production. This is the last episode, but there was a Thanksgiving order. episode that, that aired was, after that aired after that on Thanksgiving. Yeah, but and yeah, this... didn't Philbert marry the lion dentist yeah. with the yeah. hook hand? Shouldn't. Sh- Shouldn't the kids look somewhat like her? They, there's, there's they show four kids, too. one uh, little lion, oh, okay. one heifer, and two filberts ah. in the baby carriage. And so, yeah, it's been 18 years. Implying that heifer bone is much. Filbert's <laughs> very, Filbert's very sad because he never, he never recovered from Rocco and Filbert, uh, sorry, Rocco and Heifer being shot into space accidentally, and they've been missing all this time. And the episodes end them crashing back down to space. Mm-hmm. And then Filbert is rejuvenated. He looks like he's like a thousand years old and he's in a wheelchair in the episode until they show up and you realize it was all psychosomatic. And he acts young again. And then they get shot off into space again. Now, was it psychosomatic or was that really just the moment of his death (laughs) when he saw his friends restored to him and was rejuvenated in this new second life? And then he watches a 30-minute electrolyte show. (laughs) Stanley Kubrick jerks off. That, that had a finale. You know, Hey Arnold did not have a finale. It was yeah. meant to, but it didn't. That was you, the movie supposed to be the finale? Uh, no, no, the movie was a big deal, but mm-hmm. the finale was supposed to be him meeting his parents again, who were assumed dead the entire series. They created a special that was basically the cliffhanger to the finale of setting up how his parents were like Indiana Jones-style adventurers yeah. and creating this whole like backstory that would explain that they had actually been survived the whole time, but were 
kept captive or something, and then he was going to find them. It was it was really ridiculous. Just hey, kids, just death to, isn't forever. Yeah, he'll it, come back any day now. It's a it's a dream of Hey Arnold fans to have that animated someday, but it probably won't. And I, I do at this point, I want to make two separate apologies. I once again with all our animation focused episodes. I said no anime, but not because necessarily I don't know a lot of anime or I disrespect anime. All of it has finales. They're really yes. good about that. Most do. Although, most are, a lot of the finales, especially with comedy series, mm-hmm. are just kind of like, and they'll keep doing this forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They but they, like that. But they're very, very good about giving closure to all of anime, like as a separate genre, let's mm-hmm. call it, is really good. Yeah, American uh, Western animation is not. Well, is yeah. not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Although you know what is good and hmm. that you wouldn't expect to be what Ninja Turtles. You mentioned something. Yeah. About that. So the first Ninja Turtle season, which I realized, like of the 1987 cartoon, is mm-hmm. the only one that I watched, was five episodes long, mm-hmm. and the fifth episode ended with a very definite season finale. Uh, Splinter is offered because you remember in this version, Splinter is uh, Hamato Yoshi, the Ninja mm-hmm. Master, has been mutated into a rat. Mm-hmm. So he's offered a mutation ray that will restore him to human form mm-hmm. and he ends up uh, giving it up to to save his uh, his students the ninja turtles meanwhile uh, shredder krang and the technodrome are all banished to dimension x <laughs> It, like the conflict ends, yeah, and it was they, they didn't really punished. have a lot of faith in it, so it was just a mini series. But then it proved so popular that they're like, okay, let's bring it back. And if you watch the episodes from the second season onward, like this is the most ridiculous, inane <laughs> shit. <laughs> like the first season actually had a definite story arc, yeah. and then everything afterward is just like we're fighting pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Giant sentient pizza slices, which actually appears in the other finale, Turtles Forever, which is a TV movie. I think you can see the whole thing on YouTube. Really, which is brilliant because, like, oh yeah, I do know. This it one. brings together the like the 1987. I've mentioned this before on these shows. I don't know if it brings together the 1987 series with the 2003 TV series, which what? is a little bit more gritty, and then. Uh, they're working together for a while, and then they discover, like, they go into another dimension to discover the original black and white asshole turtles. What? <laughs> You've seen this, Di. I've seen big chunks of it. It was yeah. so double, weird. 16 turtles. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, like, they, they go back in time. Like, it, it portrays, like, the, the 1987 turtles as mm-hmm. just basically, like, overgrown babies that they're constantly yeah. crying and running to the, the 2003 <laughs> turtles for help. And then they go back in what? time and they meet the original, the black and white comic turtles, and they're just the biggest assholes. They, like, yeah. start threatening to kill them and, like, wow. shoving them around. I'd never heard of this. I might have to, I might, yeah, I might have it's, to watch this it's immediately. It's pretty great. That's a good one. I Well, also, who here has seen David the Gnome? I had, oh, wait, let, yeah. me, let me. I wanted you to. Talk I had about a little that. sister. More in right. a second. I wanted to get oh, okay. one more apology out of the way right. because that's to Avatar and Legend of Korra fans. Mm-hmm. I started oh, yeah. watching uh, Avatar and was absolutely surprised by how much I loved it and how great I thought it was. Really? I read a spoiler for the end of the series. Are you sure you didn't watch it for the easy achievements? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Good one. There you go. Um, no, I. <laughs> that's a really old Xbox joke for some of you kids out there. Uh, but I, fucking decade old. Yeah. Oh, wow. And but I, I really loved it. I hate that it's all labeled uh, Chapter Four, Chapter Five, and then Tyler and Anne discovered the show and lost my place. I had no uh, idea where I was uh, in the middle of the second season. I know. I think they're both three season shows. I three books. I read. I read 
a spoiler for the end of the series, which is fucking serious as shit, and I'm trying to forget it so I can eventually enjoy the series. No, but yeah. I read, but I read, I think we all read all about the end of Legend of Korra. It was very newsworthy, yes, the as, end of Legend of Korra. Mm. It was uh, secret lesbianism. Yes. Oh, and I, that's what I, you can't, you can't have an animated ending that matters more than Legend of Korra. I just haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll summate it real quick for mm-hmm. the listeners and it, spoilers for Legend of Korra, but. Uh, blah 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 blah. The big fight happens at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this character on the show that was Cora's like good lady pal. Who, mm-hmm. uh, an easy way to put it, uh, her name was Asami. An easy way to explain her is she's a younger female Bruce Wayne, not Batman, mm-hmm. but Bruce Wayne, but kind of the intensity of Batman. Anyway, okay. through the third book, they uh, they kind of have like this sort of friendship, an intense female friendship, and then it ends with them deciding to go basically on a vacation together to the spirit realm and they're just like yeah that'd be cool and the shot beaches there (laughs) it's there's boats they're good nightlife uh, that i'm not sure about but but so the scene ends like the very last shot of the series is the two of them holding together their hands and like staring into each other's eyes and being assumed by the uh, the spirit realm which may as well look like a vagina like it's very vaginal (laughs) opening that is consuming them and some fans were just like, just shows they're friends. Like the old, like, they're just friends. You know? And so the creators of the show just had to straight up say, like, they are lesbian, or they are a couple. They are not, neither of them is, quote, straight. And we couldn't show them kissing because Nintendo wouldn't let, or Nintendo, Nickelodeon <laughs> wouldn't let them show it. So, yeah. But wait, oh, no, it's Cartoon Network. I mean, didn't Penn Ward just say, like, straight up, yeah, Marceline's. Oh yeah, Marceline and Bu- and and Princess Bubblegum mm-hmm. have, have a history together, a romantic history. Mm-hmm. They, they've all but said it, but they said that it's not even the Cartoon Network doesn't care for like America; it's the other countries Adventure Time airs in. Apparently, they can't say that. Also, that's something like well, they're like supposed to be hundreds of years old, right? Thousands, yeah, yeah thousands. So like, yeah, like why wouldn't you? Dabble. Like just yeah. Dabble, yeah. yeah. God, after 500 years? No, I'm just so sick of dick. Dick is so yeah. boring. Yeah. Like League of Extraordinary <laughs> Gentlemen. Something. Like Those characters are only like 100 years old, and they're all like, yeah, we pretty much sleep with whatever. <laughs> Gender is nothing to us. Yeah, well, we will talk about... Uh, oh, God, we'll talk about David. And a couple of others that are really important to me, and I know you guys. Uh, animated endings that matter more after we get back from the break. Commercial alert! Put the VCR on pause. Ah! Dancing is forbidden. Hey there, lollipops. It's Christopher. How's everybody doing this week? I hope you like this episode of Laser Time. Kind of timely. Uh, I wonder if that Aqua Teen episode aired uh, last night. Did it? Let me know on Twitter at Cantista. Thanks, you guys, so much for listening. We wanted to say, if you like the show, head to LaserTimePodcast.com. Because not only do we have more podcasts like Cave Crisis, uh, the weekly comic book show, and Video Game Apocalypse, the weekly video game show, uh, we have a ton of fun articles and video streams up there. Uh, I just put up a video. Uh, the PlayStation is the PlayStation's U.S. launch is hitting its 20th anniversary. So I did. Uh, Dave and I on v- an old episode of VG Empire were laughing at ring outs you can perform in Toshin Din, and we made a video highlighting that on uh, YouTube.com/slash/LaserTimeNetwork. Uh, but other videos we'll have um, on you can see on LaserTimePodcast.com or there. Obviously, it'll be a very Metal Gear Solid. Five Phantom Pain heavy week for Laser Time. Um, if you, in case you didn't know, the game is out. Uh, the game is out Tuesday, and we will be streaming that on Tuesday at three o'clock Pacific time. 
And not only that, we will have a top seven related to Metal Gear Solid and yet another article related to Metal Gear Solid on uh, latertimepodcast.com. Go there, check it out, share it with your buddies. It's fun stuff. Uh, also on the shit show this week, a special appearance by none other than Hellboy. That's right. I didn't even know there was a Hellboy game, but there is, and it's not good. We'll be playing that, and that's on Wednesday at 3 o'clock, and then Thursday, of course, is our Nintendo stream. I forgot what we're playing there. Just tune in, and it'll be a surprise for all of us. Or you can suggest shit to me on Twitter, uh, Cantisa, or Laser Time Show on Twitter. Either way, guys, thanks a lot. Uh, Patreon members. Gonna get a new episode of Bonus Time this week. Excited about that. Uh, new episode of Talking Simpsons. Um, and this is for a low, low price of $5. You get all this stuff. And if, uh, if you're a member, you got a couple more minutes until we start our Star Wars Episode 2 uh, stream. That's for the Monday Night Movie. Monday Night Movies, where we kind of it's kind of like how we stream games, where we watch a movie live with all of you. You get to watch a movie with us. It's really fun. You get to chime in, comment back. We try and sync up as best as the internet will allow. And we're doing every Star Wars movie once a month leading up to the release of uh, Star Wars Episode Seven, You know you want to rewatch those movies. You know you don't want to do it alone. Why not do it with your pals at Laser Time? So go to patreon.com slash laser time to find out more about that. Lots of bonus stuff, content you get there, wrestling commentaries. We're about to ship out some stickers and uh, some posters. So thank you so much, guys. We can't, uh, we can't tell you how much we appreciate your support. You don't care about Patreon? Head to the website, shop through our Amazon links. That's literally the easiest thing you could possibly do. Uh, thank you very much. I don't want to plug anymore. More about cartoons. You know, that's my real life. Players of Time, second segment. Ever since the time of the Great Cataclysm, the Arcadians have lived deep in the center of the Earth. They believe they were the only survivors of this great devastation. Their civilization thrived under the power of their son, the Terror, until it began to fail. In desperation, the children of Arcadia broke the law and entered the forbidden archives, searching for a solution. What they discovered gave them hope. Anxiously, they used their special powers and created a messenger to the people above. They named her Arcana. Coming in with a Spartacus and the, what, the land beneath the, the sea? The sun beneath the sea. The sun sea. beneath the seas. No reason for that, because we don't remember the ending, but it's it's a super <laughs> surreal memory for me. Yeah. And it's a good jumping off topic for other things, because uh, uh, you were asking about another Nickelodeon show. He's like, this seems very foreign. It's like, before the Nicktoons in 1991, Nickelodeon could never afford to make an animated show. So they'd buy these weird foreign cartoons. Mm-hmm. And that's what we watched The Little Prince. That's basically all of what Pinwheel was. Yeah. Like, if you watch that, like, that pro- weird Professor Balthazar cartoon, I think was from Hungary. I, apologies, Millennials. These are all very vague memories <laughs> for me, And the dog too. with the helicopters. I remember that. Oh, one. The, yeah, shit. No, yeah, I think... I think a pinwheel is like it was a Canadian production, and so it was like they imported Europe into Canada and then sent it our way. <laughs> well, like uh-huh. That was the if I may, porous borders. If I may, uh, uh, well, the BBC has in France they have no commercials on their government funded programming, mm-hmm. but would generally make shows to be syndicated throughout the rest of the world. So without having commercials, they would it, they have a thriving short 
animated program, or they had no, like a short animated film funded by the government. Mm-hmm. And when Nickelodeon came out and had no commercials, we got those weird animal sports series and Banana Man well, because so they didn't have any commercials Anonymous. either. Well, and I think I think Nickelodeon profited from having the Canadian film industry too, just paying people. To no, make Nickelodeon animation. made its fucking money by importing well cartoons, mostly financed by foreign governments. Also, <laughs> in the eighties, like you saw this weird boom of like. European slash Japanese co-productions. Yes. Of, yeah. uh, I've, I've actually Sherlock been looking at it as a big yeah. one. I love, Sher- I love Sherlock Hound. If you guys want to see I, the last TV show Hayao's, Hayao Miyazaki worked on, the first six episodes of Sherlock Hound, a.k.a. Metane Holmes, Homu, uh, <laughs> listen, watch those. They're actually like officially available on YouTube. Like You, you can yeah. watch the whole thing. But Nickelodeon was like the only place to see some of these, like way back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. And Spartacus and the Sun Beneath the Sea. I don't know if that was actually done with Japanese talent or not. No, the, well, the whole animation looks it's more, very yeah, French. French. Um, with I, I, I will say there were tons of American shows that also mm-hmm. did this: the Real Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. GI Joe, mm-hmm. uh, Transformers, all animated in Japan. They're all technically yeah. anime. Yeah, but financed in America. Yeah, America. Owns but shows. then another one: French Japanese co-production, The Mysterious Cities of Gold. Actually. Yes. Predated Spartacus. A very I, think, strange I think they remade it like two years ago. Yeah, that or yeah. Spartacus. They no, no, no. There was a CG remake. I know there are more episodes of the Lost Cities of Gold, the Mysterious Cities of Gold. I watched it. They all a had lot. great theme songs. By I, the way. I remember well, they watched... all had two and a half minute theme songs. So they had to <laughs> yes. animate less. Well, I remember watching a lot as a kid and, and marveling at how it was serialized. Like I never watched mm-hmm. it serialized, but. Yeah. yeah, Mysterious Cities of Gold begin. It has it is a linear story told at the beginning and an end uh, from episode to episode. And I also remember watching it because it was like I think it was the last cartoon before Lassie, which is when I was like, I'm tired of. Watch-. As a six year old, I was done with the day of Nickelodeon. Yeah. I was like, I'll check Stop back it. in at five Nickelodeon. I'm this is the this is now the Lassie slash Dennis, Dennis the, the Menace, Menace chunk here. The worst yeah. shitty black dowsing. and white shit from the fifties. Yes, yeah, uh, but that. that Forcing nostalgia on five-year-olds yeah. is so irritating. Adult nostalgia, but like, yeah. yeah, like everybody says, like, how do you kids know about this? Mm-hmm. Like, nobody knows about last. It's like, well, we watch Nickelodeon, yeah. so yes, Nickelodeon. we do. Cities Jerks. of Gold ended with surprise, surprise. They found those mysterious cities of gold and a, and okay, a uh, powerful <laughs> we can all robotic uh, falcon that flew them around. I, uh, we, which was in the intro, yeah. So they they kind of gave that away. It took them and a it long wasn't time until the end it. of the show. They it's finally a, tell you yeah. what the not, hell that was. Not the not, end, the, the, the fireworks device. factory finally happens at the very <laughs> end of the oh series. Well, we brought we brought all this up just because we were talking earlier about. Did you see Maya the Bee has a movie released oh in, on DVD because it's another, yet another foreign production. Didn't that, it happen right around the same time as B Movie and people were like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? I, if only they were smart enough uh, seven years earlier. She, she could participate in Spelling Bee? Or no, but I'm, we, I wanted to get to David the Gnome. <laughs> yes. Because yes. like they not I think that show split both Nick Jr. and it was on... It was the bridge a lot of times yeah, and between it was on, the Nick Jr. programming and Nick programming. Maya the Bee I had to fake sick in order to watch. <laughs> like that was on during the Nick Jr. Those are great block. sick days to watch Nick oh, Jr. Yeah. Maya the B. But no, the okay. So David the Gnome was an international production and Spanish specifically. Wow, that's that was that super shocking. shocking. It's weird, like Spanish and based on a Dutch book. Mm-hmm. A Dutch book, which I've said over and over, we found in the library and has a ton of gnome tits in it. Of course, and we it go we go and dig in. And, well, because uh, tits are not pornography. <laughs> not only was it not, we were we treated it like pornography. But the tits were attached to a fat 
elderly gnome. Yes. Elderly gnome, because they're all old, apparently. Yeah. Well, the rule, that was the cool thing I loved about the David the Gnome show, is that it taught you the rules of the gnomes every episode, it, or most episodes were built around David explaining, well, this is why gnomes' hats are red. And other <laughs> gnomes have green hats. Yeah, fuck that Papa Smurf guy. He's biting her uh, shit. Here's how well, I met Papa a Papa Smurf didn't have the mellifluous voice of Tom Bosley. Oh, Tom Bosley, the best. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Dad from Happy Days, everybody. Oh. He, he, was, he was the voice of David the Gnome? He was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't, Jeez, you never notice that? No. Huh. No, I've never, I don't know if I've yeah. ever seen an episode of Happy Days. I was animation or nothing <laughs> back in the yeah, day. Yeah, I thought that was the best part of David the Gnome, actually, was David's voice. No, yeah, I, I barely remember nice it. voice. And but the, it has a, a crazy has, finale. Well, so the whole show is him going on happy adventures or him explaining. With, if you're ba- making a show and you want to appeal to Christopher the Kid, have him ride on a big animal creature. It yeah, worked in does. Avatar. It worked in uh, so Neverending Story. And he has an awesome fucking fox. Yeah, Swift the Fox. Swift. Swift the Fox. I love Swift. I love Swift. And he also is happily married the whole time to Lisa, I believe her name was. And, they, and so... The whole series, they do also talk about that gnomes only live to a certain age. And then comes the final episode where it just starts with them both recognizing we are now that age. We don't get to exist much longer. And they don't want to die, but they're they're both very accepting. Like, well, this is just it. And it is from beginning to end, them packing up their house, them putting away all their things and saying, no, we're seriously dying. Like, we're never going to see each other again. David yeah, the Gnome's moving to the home. It's and It sounds like he's Eskimoing himself. And they, and they yeah. go up on Narayama. <laughs> they kind of do. Well, so they... The, like, the first act is them locking up their house and closing it down and saying goodbye to all their pets. Like, hey, see you later. You guys be good now. Yeah, Swift, go feed yourself. Does Swift die? Swift, no. Swift, or has a family. So yeah. Swift takes them to their friend who's the same age as them, and he's like, I don't want to die alone. Can we go together? And they're like, sure. And so then they have they have a last drink together. Like, it's been a great life. Yeah, woo, watch here. And so they drink their... They're a gnome beer. Me! And then the next night, or the next day, they go to the mountain where every gnome climbs to the top and goes away. And they and Jesus. Swift takes them there, and they're like, no, Swift, you can't come. Sorry. You've been great, Swift. And then it's from then on, it's almost just silence for the next five minutes of Swift being sad that he has to leave them. And then him deciding, like, no, I got to see them one last time. And he goes to the top and sees them, like, hug and then transform into trees and they are gone forever. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then Swift immediately meets... I'm, uh, like, tearing up. Yeah, it's, it's really sad. Heavy. It is heavy. I feel like an American production would never make people... No. They would not oh, put kids through that. That's kind of fucked up, actually. I don't, I don't... But, again, I don't know how I feel about that. I grew up not only with shows like that, but old books and Grimm's Fa- Canterbury Tales and Grimm's Fairy and they all like they don't always have a happy ending sometimes yeah. the hero the hero dies very gracefully and, but that yeah. was a happy ending they lived yeah. a long time As and they're trees. saying goodbye they were 400 years old mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and they got to trees are nice <laughs> yeah well yes. and they and they get to see their death coming and accept it and like yeah. aren't they they're, they're accepting of their death they're not fighting it to the last minute or something yeah. so if we can all be that that yeah, noble yeah but the ones death. they leave behind yeah. Well, Swift immediately meets a young girl fox, and I think that was their way of writing That's it out. That's what like, it was. See, he's got a family he's, now, so he, he, he's got a girlfriend. He doesn't care about his family. He doesn't they immediately need, forgot about He it. doesn't need his slave masters anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, grandma died. Well, if I can get laid, I'd feel okay about that. <laughs> Maybe hey, I'll meet a nice happened girl. in high fidelity. <laughs> that is um, what happened. Um, I, I want this. This is a, a different kind of bummer. 
Um, home movies. Oh. Home movies, which their last episode is like one of the first episodes I saw. Really? Yeah. It's and it's, then I was like, oh, that's so sad. It's called. Folk- oh wait, shit! That was the last one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's well, called, at least they're repeating. Other I love ones, it's, so that fine. it's called Focus Grill, and most of it is, involves Coach McGurk, who is. Guys, if you like Metalocalypse and Bob's Burgers, both of those two guys were the figureheads of a show called Home Movies. It followed mm-hmm. Dr. Katz. It aired on the... Shit, UPN? Yep, UPN. UPN. Six episodes. They canceled it immediately, and uh, like Cartoon Network, Network was building Adult Swim. Didn't have a lot of shows. Had Aqua Team in the, in the barrels, Sea Lab, some Space Ghost. So they bought the rest of Home Movies and continued to make it, but the way the creators make it sound, Adult Swim owned uh, Space Ghost, Sea Lab, they didn't own home movies, mm-hmm. so they kind of that treated it soup to nuts. They they kind of treated it like garbage. It was lesser than than all these other shows. It didn't have the ratings kept of producing a, it. It, didn't but have, it would also for uh, for four seasons. No Squiggle Vision show has been what you'd call <laughs> popular. None of them are. <laughs> all of them did better. Wait, are there more than two? Uh, because... Yeah, there was Science Court. Anybody remember that? <laughs> there was no. a kid show. Look up Science Court. It is a kid show, but with all of the Dr. Katz voices. I, love, you, wow. they, I did well, hear that yeah, on the commentary. They're barely animated, though. I mean, they're basically radio plays. Yes. Yeah. But they were until like they, they changed as technology two, improved. they animate bet from then on on home movies. Because I love. I think you showed me the discussion they, they were having behind the scenes on it. Like, why are we using Squiggle Vision? Like, because we own it. Like, just because we own it, we're going to use something terrible? <laughs> I, I have to say, get the home movies DVDs just for the commentaries yeah. with the on the first season. Brendan Small. It's Brendan Small, Lauren Bouchard, and H. John Benjamin. And when nice. they're watching the first episode, at, I'd say the 17-minute mark, mm-hmm. John Benjamin goes, I cannot watch this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's saying, we have, eight, we have like eight more minutes of this and eight more episodes. He's like, no way, man. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Home Movies is excellent. It's a, it's a very sweet little show, like Dr. Cat's, kind of like a radio play, kind of like the, the I think the interplay you see on Bob's Burgers. It's clearly yeah. two people in a room interfacing with one another and improving a little bit. Uh, but it, it's centered around a little kid named Brendan who shot Home Movies with his friends, Jason and, oh my God, I Melissa. Forgot, and Melissa. Uh, forget the woman's name. <laughs> totally right. forgot the woman's name. Uh, but it's been a while. I haven't seen it in a while. Mm. But it has a great four seasons. And because of Brennan Small, and if you've seen Metalocalypse, you know this, he infused it with unbelievable music yeah. the mm-hmm. entire time. Like, And in, in the last episode has some of the most original uh, music, also the sad music. Mm-hmm. And it's the last episode. It's one of those last episodes that I think we could equally do a show on that is a commentary in story that's commenting on the end of the show and how the show was treated. Mm-hmm. And I, I love this focus. And, and I, I, I love Focus Grill, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is... Brendan talking about basically the end of the show. It's gonna sound really weird, guys. I don't, honestly, I don't think our movies should be watched. You shouldn't? No. Then why are we making them? I, I have, I have no idea why we make them. All I know is this. We keep coming here after school every single day, and we just keep doing it. And then, I don't know, it just, and then we just do it, and I guess it feels like we should just be doing it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> weird. <laughs> oh, that's it's so, so weird fuzzy, realizing yeah. that's the voice of Nathan Explosion. Yeah, yes. <laughs> well, and the, the plot the movies the, are so brutal. Which the plot of the episode is all three. They have their first movie and they want to make the fi- the end scene to it. Yeah. So all three of the kids, Jason, Melissa, and Brendan, mm-hmm. all make a finale mm-hmm. uh, together, and each are hated for different reasons by the focus group until they just go like. Yeah, why are we making this for anybody? So the, that's a commentary from a low-rated show the on an up-and-coming network. Uh, and at the end of the show, 
Brennan's filming something, drops his camera out of a car, gets run over. And after they all agree to stop making movies. Yeah. And, and it's just done. They're like, oh, man, I guess we don't have that anymore. And it's that's, a super somber moment that it just kicks in with like the, the regular credits music. Yes, which that's is really awful. That, so that's the... I, uh, the commentary on that is great, too, because Brendan recognizes... he's He recognized the experience that I had, too, that he heard from many people. They realized halfway through watching the episode... Oh, this is the last one. This really feels oh, like geez. the last because they didn't announce it. They didn't mm-hmm. say like, "Nah, this is the last one." Like Adult Swim didn't make a big deal out of it, and so only halfway through do you see them making all these pronouncements and feel like this has a lot of finality to it. Yeah, it's yeah really weird. That, that's why I was so kind of confused when I was watching it because yeah, it was seriously like the second episode I'd seen, and I'm like. <laughs> This is not as lighthearted as that one where they had the school play and Coach McGurk drew his, drove his car onto the stage yeah. and was singing inside the car while a it's race revving. about the other racers. That's also the fourth With the windows up because they got wind- stuck. He's <laughs> <laughs> just in this running car. In well, the race. To feel the wind <laughs> in our face <laughs> and I'll race. To feel alive and I'll race. barely hear him because he's in the car. That... The so fourth funny. season came with a disc of all the songs, yes, and, that's, and I listened uh, to those on yeah. repeat for about a million it's years. It's one of the only things I have ripped in my audio folder uh, from a CD that I own. Yeah. Everything else I just steal. It was really a great finale. It was one that, like, Dr. Katz didn't get a finale. Like, its, yeah. its last episodes were barely aired by Comedy Central. And that's why I think these are special. When you get these the, the finality to some of these shows, and I, no offense to Aqua Teen, I... I I don't know. I just it wish... is final. I mean, it has finality it, to it. I don't know if it is because if PlayStation View is still paying them to use Aqua Teen <laughs> characters, yeah, because well, that, that's what that that Royland episode made me think of is that the show's only profitable because that's how Adult Swim makes its money. They want the recognizable characters, and you can't afford yeah. Peter Griffin. Oh, you can... and so yeah, Aqua Teen. <laughs> Aqua Teen's always been owned by William Street and Turner Broadcasting. Although yeah. Aqua Teen did afford Peter Griffin uh, in one of True. its episodes. Oh, it was like, God, yes. No, it was like the Dwayne the Brain or I, something that's, like that's that. That's the line I remember from it because they oh, played yeah. it in a promo. Yeah, yeah. I just heard this hilarious story of Seth MacFarlane's like, waste. Uh, that he, for his birthday, he had a party, a private party. He invited all the Family Guy people to mm-hmm. and all his other Hollywood friends. And the private party was booking a theater, bringing in a hundred-piece orchestra, and oh. then they get to hear him sing all these fucking oh. classics. So it's like, it is oh like one of the like most a mad wasteful. King. Yeah, it totally <laughs> is. And then apparently he like rented a fancy bar for the party, too, that must look like it cost over a million dollars the whole night, and he wasn't even there. Like That was for everybody else for the after party. Speaking of McFarlane, he worked on another series, because mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't think Family Guy had an ending. I mean, it's not over. Well, it, it ended will no, years. The first yeah. time. No, it's it, last episode, I guess, it had was a last the Jew episode. one. The, right, which got no. held and was I don't know why I looked at you TV. and I said... I'm because sorry, I'm a Jew. I'm sorry I looked at you and I said the Jew one. So is Michael now, right? No. You're a Jew. I'm not Jewish and I'm not Mexican. Get it through your head. It's converting to Judaism, as my understanding, is a lot harder than just getting dumped in water and saying, like, Jesus is your friend now. It's a big piece of Orange is the New Black. It's a wonderful moment. It is. To go to a awesome. bunch of classes and study yeah. stuff. I just learned you about it. Want it. Yeah. I learned about it from Sex and the City. That's how yeah. I learned about mm-hmm. it. conversion. They, they did it pretty well. So the point is, yeah, you gotta want it. Yeah. We don't. We don't. <laughs> we don't take want any... you. You gotta, yeah, no, you gotta come to us. Yeah. No sunny day friends for us. Now mm-hmm. yeah, you gotta reach. <laughs> we it. gotta know you have our back when <laughs> when Cossacks eventually show up. See, that's why the that's why and Christianity Michael's is like I'm not with her. Yeah. That's <laughs> why like no Cossacks. <laughs> that's why Christianity is smart for a recruiting tool. They're like, hey, baptize there. Yeah, make it easy. Well, yeah. I think in my case it was like 
Well, I feel like if you're going to convert to religion, you should actually believe in the religion, and I'm <laughs> completely atheistic, so mm-hmm. it would be com- it would be insincere, and it would just be for family. Godless. Yeah. And it would be a lot okay. of work, and, and her and, family was like, okay, yes, yeah, that's the, fine. The rabbi was on board with that, too. He's yeah. like, oh, okay. Are you going to raise uh, the kids Jewish? I was like, yeah. He's like, okay. So yeah. they did, so... All right. Anyway, Back you, you cannot. They did cancel um, the Cleveland show, but I don't think they got like a oh, final I episode. I'm not sure if it did. Cleveland, I know they had well, an episode of Family Guy of Cleveland comes back and Seth, they just make Seth fun Seth of him for being a failure. Seth MacFarlane worked on Dexter's Laboratory. Ah, and, yes. that, and that's what I was bringing. Yeah, and that's that's what I was bringing that up for because we looked into it and it it did have a finale. Yeah, it did. And then two and years later, more. it got renewed. It like. Our ratings suck. Let's make more Dexter's Lab. And they made, like, half of Dexter's Laboratory is the resurrected mm-hmm. after two or three but years. They did it mostly wow. without Gendy Tartakovsky, so yeah. I don't respect it. I, that is not No, they, they, re, they recast voices. Yeah. In, oh. in well, addition to them. Well, Chucky's voice actress had retired mm-hmm. at she that did, point. Yes. She wasn't going to be Dexter anymore. But the, Christine Cavanaugh. But the finale of the, the real finale, as I see Dexter, you guys maybe, I don't know if you guys were big Dexter watchers, it was a full yeah. half hour one that was not, you know, sectioned off into different cartoons. Where the world, they like Dexter has to team up with Monkey and show his parents the laboratory. So, oh, and they yeah, all, no, I saw that one. They all get in a giant robot and fight together. And it starts with the hilarious bit where Dexter moves to Japan to start attending classes and he shows off his robot. And then every kid in school has their own robot they can summon with a Ritz watch. <laughs> uh, and so the episode ends with. It ends with some finality, but then they immediately backpedal on it. Yeah. Monkey yeah. erases everyone's memory. Well, and Dexter erases his parents' memory so they don't know about right. the laboratory. And then Dexter's like, I can't believe my monkey is the actual monkey. And then Monkey <laughs> erases his memory. Yep. And then Mandark's memory is also erased, but he apparently defeated whatever it was they were fighting. So he's like, ah, ha, ha, I'm the hero. I'm Mandark. And <laughs> Dexter's like, oh, I wish I could be a hero like That's Mandark. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> that reminds me Eddie Deason's finest role so <laughs> unlike that show this other show has two finales uh, that would be King of the Hill yeah yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty glorious I watched I watched uh, the, the, the second ending but like I remember, my judge I heard in an interview they thought the show was over mm-hmm. and they were getting 13 episode orders every year until like their 10th season well they always said because it always got preempted by NFL for half the yeah. year which, and that's I just yeah think that's how sweet the animators were i don't know if they they were actually canceled mm-hmm. or just like yeah we're probably canceled uh, <laughs> i don't want to make them a lot of fuss let's make it a last episode so the last the i think mike the judge says he, he prefers episode. the finale that occurred at the end of the 11th episode season uh, the 11th season mm-hmm. the, the 10th or 11th season uh at the, a, th- a, sw- a short 12 13 order episode uh luann and uh lucky get married right. it's called L- lucky's wedding suit lucky is the cousin oliver of king of the hill i did not like mm. so th- i think what the way they say it is that like mike judge prefers it because they pulled out all the stops like this is our last episode uh let's bring in every one shot character every character we've ever had will show up at this wedding and everybody will have a line, and everybody will celebrate everything we've ever done. Mm-hmm. And this, it, the episode does that. Uh, and then they find out they're re- not only renewed, but renewed for tw- like two full more year, twenty-two, two more, year, two more yeah. years for twenty-two episodes. Jeez. So it's it's real big finale is shat upon. But as a result, uh, two sirloin with love also aired out of order. Mm-hmm. The season thirteen it didn't happen as. Long ago as I thought, it was 09. 09. Wow. King of the Hill has only been canceled for six years wow. um, at this point. Because I, I, Again, I love internet fandom for King of the Hill. 
I like that I can't tell whether it's ironic or sincere because I think the show's worth liking for both reasons. Can it be both? Yeah, I think it's yeah. both. I, like, I love Attack on Titan, King of the Hill. Butterfree, I choose you! <laughs> I saw that in my Facebook feed three <laughs> times this week, and that's wow. a three-year-old video. That, that King of the Hill is being... It's, it's such a sweet little show. Yeah, I always loved it. And, and too sirloin with love. And like uh, Hank's frustration, <laughs> I think, is that he grew up in 50s Americana and the world is changing around him. Mm-hmm. His world is the exact same as his dad's for the most part. Yeah. Uh, the world he's growing up in is very different. Coping with how weird his son is. That boy ain't right was a, a, a catchphrase early on. Then it's just kind of Hank, oh. Okay, yeah. what are we doing? Well, I, I think a subtle message, or not so subtle sometimes on the show is. Hank's dad was the worst, mm-hmm. the worst oh, ever, yeah. and so I think he had a softer touch with Bobby also yeah. because he's like, "I'm not going to be my dad." I'm not going to be in my the dad. back of his head. And, which, by the way, that was also when they continued the show, they did kill off Cotton, which I was surprised they did that. They had an episode called "Death Picks Cotton," who is the who's the great <laughs> Toby Huss. Like I love yeah, Toby Huss so, so much. His, Follow him on Instagram. He's I a love great his, photographer. I love. I actually do love his death episode because, mm-hmm. like, Hank's last words to him and him saying, "I love you, Dad." He's like. You love me? I didn't raise a son to love me. <laughs> and then he and then he basically chooses to die to piss off Peggy. Like Peggy <laughs> says, You've been horrible to him his you entire know. life. I can't and do a good I think I you'd I think you just want to stay alive and you'll live forever to just piss us all off. <laughs> I'd I'd hate it more if you died right now. He's like, Oh really? <laughs> <Beep>. <laughs> Uh, I, I I wish I watched. I, I wish I still had cable in my room because I, I think I could disappear in the uh, King of the Hill episodes, mm-hmm. and there's so mm-hmm. fucking many. Well, listen yeah. to the Aqua Teens to get PlayStation View. <laughs> it's Do what they say. I, they're not wrong. It's just that shit is so expensive. Have you seen the pricing on mm-hmm. that? Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't get it. It's like I have a couple, I have three monthly streaming services, mm-hmm. and none of them cost me more than thirty dollars. PlayStation View wants seventy dollars and doesn't have all the channels. That's a fucking evil um, cable is, man. It's, yep. it's but I, I know down. the alternative is more expensive for cable. Yeah. Uh, but well, the, the, okay. their actual last episode was called uh, "To Sirloin with Love." Right. And what's well, it wasn't the last aired though. No, of course they fucked it up. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I looked that up last night. Think because it was like, wait, which was the last one? I'm like, well, sure, it was "To Sirloin with Love," mm-hmm. and I was like. I guess because yeah, that does have a nice ending. It's very clear. But then I look it up and like, oh, that was it aired, and then like six months later they burn off four more. Yeah, yeah. Just, it, that, no announcement, just that did happen. Fuck him up. But like the plot of the show, like what we've said about Hank Hill, he's not a bad dude. He's just very uncomfortable with who his son is. Like all he likes is Weird Al Yankovic and Vidya Games, and would rather be a cheerleader than a football player. Bathroom yeah. noise. And so the. the <laughs> It's all toilet sounds. Uh, <laughs> the last episode is all about, for the first time, uh, he and Bobby find a shared interest. Yeah, and that, that's sweet. Yeah, it's really sweet. Like he go, they the go out to his shared interest is like the perfect thing. Yeah, they go out to a steakhouse and Bobby's like, "Damn, this steak yeah. sucks. <laughs> what? How did you know? How do you know about the quality of meat? And like that, they both unite. It, it doesn't really happen that often. He's usually more into Peggy shit." And the last line of the series, it's it, it's a shot over Arland, like the show began. It has uh, the the first line of the show is yup and yup. The last line of the show is yup and yup. I think it's a judge prefers the other finale because I think it's like a Big Bang finale. Sorry, mm-hmm. not Big Bang Theory, but like a, like a typical finale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one is a much sweeter one. They're cooking out in the backyard, and not every character, but all of their neighbors show up. Yeah. It's, it's including Boomhauer, who throws down his wallet to reveal his first name is Jeff, 
and that he is a Texas Ranger sheriff. Uh, <gasps> so you finally learn what he does and know yep. his first does name. Does Dale is. know? <laughs> oh, and also Dale gives a massage that's better than John Redcorn's mm-hmm. also. Whoa! So him and, him and his wife have been together. The John Redcorn thing gets dropped in like season four or something. Mm-hmm. And, and then John Redcorn are- becomes a very funny... Uh, pathetic character. When I think right. of King of the Hill episodes that stand out to me, it's that John Redcorn relationship. Like, mm-hmm. him understanding, like, this is my son, I'd like to get to know him. Dale is also his father, and I need yeah. to back off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're yeah. really complicated for, like, a little well, silly cartoon they're show. They're also oblivious to not... Yeah. Re- nobody realizes. I Yeah, uh, when Peggy figures it out, it's one of well, my it's, favorites. It's, oh, here's, here's the thing I'll propose. Mm. Don't get mad at me and everybody. Simpsons is the finest animated show of all time. Simpsons okay. doesn't have 13 seasons of excellence. King of the Hill does. There are some weak seasons of King of the Hill, I'm going to tell you choose, right now. You could probably cobble together some. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I, could, I think I could find 100 episodes of The Simpsons that are better than 100 episodes you of think King so? of the Hill. Well, I just think that the, the volume, like almost no other cartoon show in the universe, South Park and Aqua Teen have only lasted longer mm-hmm. in our lifetime. Yeah, and it's. I think King of the Hill has the most consistent episodes. Yeah, I think they never got they, they, they don't. They don't lose but, their tone. Yeah, but I mean, part of the consistency is they're not a belly laugh show; yeah. they're a happy smile show. Mm-hmm. They're very pleasant. You're not going to like piss yourself laughing. It's and true. It, it's it not has, that kind of thing. It does have an interesting political centrism too that I do like mm-hmm. about it. That it kind works. of everybody sucks. And the <laughs> the yeah. common sense is the right approach in most cases uh, and here's the, here's the okay. clip of the last the last couple lines from the show the whole the neighborhood shows up to barbecue Hank and Bobby are barbecuing on their both their separate grills yeah uh, relishing that took them 13 years to find a shared interest look at you my two hillmen we might need more food we've got company well dad it looks like this is the last one. Oh, you're just getting started Bobby You'll be grilling your whole life. Just like you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh. yeah. I think that's... Look at that. Yeah. And the Little fact Chrissy that it's, has, it's Hank and his, his son saying yeah. yep. Yep, yeah. and yep. Who I don't think they've had that exchange before. I think... I'm glad we talked about it for so long, because it yeah. should make yep. that but, moment seem a little more special. Yep. So, there definitely are... We can just do these all together, but the 90s and 2000s DC and Marvel TV shows mm-hmm. both had mm-hmm. very specific endings. Like, uh, like the Spider-Man show and the X-Men show are both long-running enough to get an ending. Mm-hmm. The, the Spider-Man show ends with basically the 1980s Secret Wars crossover, except Spider-Man is the main character and he saves the multiverse. And then and then he okay. meets Stan Lee. Like that's, that's the finale. Fuck, I meant to get they, a clip of that. They take him to the multiverse that is our multiverse, and Stan Lee meets Spider-Man there. Weird. And then meanwhile, they have a final episode of X-Men, which is really weird because it's animated by a different company, and the animation is like kind of off the whole time. And it is the final battle of Xavier is dying. There's a new Super Sentinel, and Magneto says, "This is it. It's the war right now." And it's it becomes like the giant battle, and then uh, by the end of it, Xavier gets basically dies. He gets sent to uh, the alien group, the Shi'ar, because that's the only planet he can live on now. And <laughs> and and Magneto decides that he'll finally follow Xavier's dream, and he'll lead the X Men from then on. And it's. It's a very specific That's ending. Crazy. Like, I was like, I didn't even know you were going to bring those up. I, I was more the Justice League endings. 
Because yeah. I've never seen a cartoon show... DC's animated output is amazing mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, especially their, their, their it it is very uh, serialized and, and it takes its story Kinda, very. Yeah. I think it takes its story more seriously than almost any of its contemporaries around well, that time. Well, it kept building because mm-hmm. the Batman the animated series is it has minor episodic bits it, like how you'll it's see a some, superhero procedural. Well, but you will see some episodes that have Harvey Dent before sure. he becomes Two Face, and then he becomes Two Face, mm-hmm. and they have episodes that are this is the first time he battles Poison Ivy. This mm-hmm. is the first time Harley Quinn shows up. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of it. The Superman show, the Superman animated series, had much more complete um, episode episode continuity, and it even had a finality finale that was pretty big where Superman. Fights Darkseid and Darkseid brainwashes Superman and ruins his reputation on Earth. And so the episode ends with Superman saying, "Like I've got to rebuild my entire reputation and trust in the people." And then Lois is like, "Well, you got my trust." And then she kisses him, which is again like another like crossing a line type thing, mm. <laughs> a and milestone. They, and so they thought that was kind of the end. Mm-hmm. But then Cartoon Network decided they wanted to carry on the DC animated universe and have the Justice League as their like premier like premium right. show and every episode every story would be either a two-parter or a three-parter yeah that's... wow i didn't know that. and so they did that for they did that for three seasons and so that comes to an end with another like mega almost in like an evil version of highway uh, uh a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy a super villain wants to use earth uh destroy earth to make a teleportation to get to another planet. And so it basically a bypass. They have to mm-hmm. bypass her to get to another planet. And it reveals that Hawkgirl had been a double agent the entire time. Oh, no. oh, wow. the, the watchtower explodes and the, the Justice League has been torn apart. And they thought that was the ending. Mm-hmm. Then they get renewed again for two seasons of <laughs> Justice League Unlimited. Well, that, but they changed. That's, and the, the, weird, the weird thing changes is, a bit then, too. But how many different... It's weird that all these DC shows do carry a similar continuity mm-hmm. and, and voice actors. All so. the same voice actors. Well, the Tim Daly couldn't come back as Batman yeah. or Superman, Superman, but everybody else was the same. But he is the same Superman mm-hmm. from the Superman show. Yeah, and by the and then Justice when they League. get to Justice League Unlimited, mm-hmm. it mostly it's single episodes, but with a continuing linear thing every episode. It's a mm-hmm. it's a season long arc. And you got they, my least favorite Green Lantern voice, Phil Lamar. I love Phil Lamar. I just it sounds to me like. A white guy doing a bad impression of a black and guy. And yet he's Phil Lamar. I know, I man. know. <laughs> I'm Green Lantern, baby. I talk like this. You know what All other finale he was in? What? As a superhero? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me, let me finish that one. Okay, right, so then up. they get to Justice League Unlimited and they get to the end of the second season. They are sure, okay, this is the end. And this will be the last animated universe show we ever do. And so it's this amazing coda for everything where it takes place... Uh, Ten years after Batman Beyond takes place. And so, Batman Beyond, it's ten years after that. Uh, Bruce Wayne is now very old. He's, Jesus, he's still alive, old. but he's he's basically like the stoddering old man who needs pills. Terry is a full grown-up superhero. He works with his own Justice League. And then he finds out that Bruce Wayne is secretly his dad. And had been his whole time. Ooh. And it turns into this whole thing where it's a flashback to this... Uh, lost story in the Justice League thing and he finds out that his creation was this it was this whole s- crazy plan to make a new Batman and so but by the end of it, it it hooks in all these characters from all over the Justice League timeline and then it just ends with 
Terry accepting that Bruce is his dad, but not really his dad, and, and that he still loves Bruce and he's going to take care of him. And so it's just this big finale of everything, and it even ends with Terry as Batman flying up into the sky, and he flies by a Zeppelin, and a dude in the Ze- uh, uh, a patrolman in the Zeppelin, voiced by Kevin Conroy, says, Did you see that? Which is the exact first line and sequence of the first episode of Batman the Animated see, Series. That's fucking Whoa. nuts. And then they got renewed for another year. <laughs> <laughs> As we talked, we, we mentioned that before. I think uh, here's your trivia: Batman the Animated Series, technically, because of all this continuity, mm. is the most spun-off show of all time. Wow. It spun yeah. off like I think uh, like like at least half a dozen series that take place within its universe, and that episode ties them all together. Oh it tied all of them together and concretely. It's not I, a speculation. It's not a weird universe theory. It just is. That's though, crazy. Though I will say the real final episode of it is mm-hmm. still very good. It is the all-out war of everybody fighting everybody on Earth, and all right. and <laughs> it's uh, like what I was expecting. Dark side invades, and the Justice League has to team up with the secret society of villains to fight Dark Side's invasion. And it has Superman doing. Superman does this thing. Uh, it's called a World of Cardboard. Just search World of Cardboard. But it's we played this, it before. It's great. Yeah, it's the. Oh, it, fucking. Play. It's almost. It's the answer to the Justice League animator saying, like, oh, you think Goku's stronger than Superman? Well, now Superman's going to show up to explain why he's the strongest dude ever. Here it is. I feel like I live in a world made of cardboard, always taking constant care not to break something, to break some water, never allowing myself to lose control, even for a moment, or someone could die. You can take it, can't you, big man? What we have here is a rare opportunity for me to cut loose and show you just how powerful I really am. It's yes. like I've never even seen the show, but that I've watched that clip. I love it's, that clip. It's such a great clip. Like you have no idea what I've been holding back when mm. fighting everybody. <laughs> even when I fight, you know, a guy in a mm-hmm. super robot suit, mm-hmm. I still think, man, what if I kill him? I mm-hmm. gotta pull my punch just a little bit. And so, yeah, they beat Darkseid, who's voiced by Michael Ironside, and he's amazing. Oh, right. he's, he's awesome. Darkseid. That's good casting. And, and so it ends with them celebrating, and then they just run off into the sunset for another adventure. But it's. The last bit is really touching, too, because they end with all the music, mm-hmm. and then a uh, parade of every superhero runs t- towards the camera and past it. And it goes, you know, all these guys in the most famous ones from the first season, uh, from the core group on the first series of Justice League goes by, then Wonder Woman, then Superman, and then Batman by himself. And, it, and it zooms into the Bat logo on his chest, just to say, like, yeah, he's you know the original. It started with him, and this is the end of it. And so... Yeah, the all of the Justice League show is on Netflix currently, mm-hmm. so it's worth pulling up just to just to watch. Yeah, it. I, I started doing that after we talked about it on Cape Crisis, and it, it, I think the voice work is abysmal, <laughs> but but the story and the animation is still like kind of wonderful. I love the voice work. I don't know no, what you're it, talking about. It, it's, it's some of the best casting and voice acting. It seems ever. it very much, to, and I don't have a better reference for it, but like. The narration on the Simpsons episode of Radioactive Man. Gasp! <laughs> I a well, nuclear I ate, bomb. I eight thousand percent disagree. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't like the voicing at all. I, I think if it wasn't, if it had better voicing, uh, it would. You could air this today, and no one would notice. No, nope, it's an old. I cartoon. disagree. I'm, I'm complimenting everything else about it. The writing, <laughs> right, the framing. Okay. Deanna. Moving on, Deanna. God, we, I'm sorry, we've spent a lot of time on these. 
Phil Lamar also is also was the voice of another superhero Who? on Harvey Duck Birdman. Man. Oh yes. God, sorry. Which I... did have a final episode that wrapped up everything. Oh, that's, yeah. It really did. You're right. Yeah, yeah I, they I, literally had to relitigate every single case that he had <laughs> from every single episode of the show and do it all in what half an hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was Probably a half hour minutes. extended. Yeah, they, they spread it out to half an hour. Yeah, and then uh, like his very first client is the only one left, and then that first client goes on a rampage and starts destroying the city. And they have to stop the client, and uh, Harvey Birdman saves the day and is immediately then run over by his boss, Phil Kinsebin, and dies. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he stays dead at the end of it. They're like, yep, he's dead. Like, mm-hmm. Also, that Phil Kinsebin had not been on the show in a couple of years because right. Stephen Colbert quit. <laughs> he's he like, Stephen Colbert. Didn't he get run over? Yeah. He, and so now he he's and, back to run someone he over. He and his, uh, the Shrink Ray dude, I forget his, the other character he voiced. Oh. Both of them get run over in the same episode. And it was because he started doing the Colbert Report. That's how long ago it was that the Colbert Report started as they were making the show. Yeah, I don't I don't get it because I, 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 I used to read the Venture Brothers blog. I don't even know if it still exists. But they, they published the letter Stephen Colbert sent the Venture Brothers like, yeah, would you like to return for an episode? And it was like somebody with a really asshole email, a representative Colbert, like, Mr. Colbert has no time for this bullshit. And then, meanwhile, Whoa. meanwhile, came back in the last, the latest Venture Brothers episode yeah, when Colbert that. knew he's leaving Colbert Report to be David Letterman. Did return. I Why? Think, yeah, the, he's I been thought, doing a lot of stuff over Bojack the summer. Horseman. He plays like nobody characters in BoJack Horseman for no reason. I think the he's reason also is in tonight's Sedaris. Rick and Morty. Uh, is he in Rick and Morty? Yes. <sighs> we already saw him on. We actually haven't seen him at this point, but yeah, yeah, but we will have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, that that and um, oh fuck I forgot what I was going to say. But yeah, he was uh, your Phil Lamar was Black Vulcan. Black Vulcan in the comics he's Black Lightning. Right, Black and he Vulcan. had electricity in my pants. In my, in my pants. pants. In my pants. <laughs> and that bear that was always there. That uh, show was so good, but it, they they made like four episodes a decade on that show. Yeah, it was a very it, slow. I, production. I looked it up and I and it was so a wiki funny. article and I don't think it's correct, but they said. Uh, that Harvey Birdman technically premiered when Adult Swim did, but didn't get yeah, didn't get a show. So. And well, yeah, because they uh, when Space Goes Coast to Coast mm-hmm. premiered, like one of the gags that they kept throwing back to was like, "If you fuck this up, we're giving the show to Birdman," and it just like him <laughs> sit, sitting there in the wings, going, "Oh please, 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 please. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what they're talking about. And then they decided uh, to. Then it became uh, him as an attorney at law litigating stuff. It's funny to listen to the commentaries on that show where they have to talk around the characters they weren't allowed to use. And they're like, they wanted to do so many more things with Fred. And they're like, nah, Fred can't do Dude, this. Fred Flintstone is not that allowed to That episode do this. is my favorite. I'm rewatching The Sopranos. I am binging <laughs> The Sopranos right now. And like, The Dabadon yeah. is, such a good, <laughs> is such a good episode. The, they mentioned in the Drop comment- a bowling ball on a guy's head? Well, that's, what happened? That's the, that, on the commentaries, they mentioned that they didn't know the out because they're like, no, Fred can't. They we're not allowed to have Fred actually be a Don. And so, well, I guess what if <laughs> a bowling a Barney, ball? That's okay. He's well, a beloved say, character. No. <laughs> so they say, well, what if a I don't know? Can his mind be? Can he change his personality? And that's when they realized that like there's a dozen episodes of the of Fred Flint of Fred Flintstone having his brain changed yes. by a bowling ball <laughs> or a coconut falling on it or whatever. Yes. Yes. Oh God. So, and uh, I, I worked. Speaking at, of voice casting, though, I, Gary, never, Cole Gary Cole. Gary Cole is so great. Show. 
They, and, and like he's only on like Family Guy shows nowadays. But, and uh, also, um, excellent voice. Uh, Paget Brewster as uh, as oh, Hawkgirl. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, pretty, she was, well, that Hawk was her. Girl, but yeah, that was yeah, her. Paget um, no, was Bird Girl. Bird Girl. Oh, Bird Girl. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, like I, I worked at Capcom briefly. Mm-hmm. Who made a game out of this with yeah. this Ace Attorney mm-hmm. format? Which is quite good. Actually. So I have about eleven sealed DVDs. From Harvey Birdman that I've never watched. So oh, if we want to cool. divvy these up, I can probably. I'll like, take it, sure. Uh, yeah. I'll take one. Or we? I think we already have them. them. <laughs> yeah. I also, yeah, and I still think I say every once in a while, you get, you get that thing I sent you. Oh yeah, <laughs> I do that too. Peter Potamus. Yeah. Is there any more? I, well, I wanted. She here? said Phil Lamar, and I thought like Diana was supposed to be my Futurama. Uh, uh, go to because I got well, really confused over that. I almost feel like we should wrap up a Futurama sure. because that's they like did it six, six endings, at least yeah. four times where mm-hmm. they definitely intended that to be the finale. One hundred percent, mic drop. We're leaving. Mm-hmm. Pack up your desks. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. What, what was the other one? Is there another one you want to mention? Um, was it, we didn't talk about. Um, oh, actually, well, going back to uh, Adult Swim, Metalocalypse and Black I, Dynamite both ended with musicals. Oh, well, let's, so, I, I brought that. I was going to bring that up. It's a finale, up. but it's a special. Because Star Requiem, right? The, yeah. But, well, Brendan Small doesn't think that's the end. He wanted to do something even more lavish. He won't tell people exactly what it is. Uh, but he said Cartoon Network said no. Like that, no. the the Doomsday Requiem. He had, to fa- he had to finance a lot of Doomsday Requiem. He did. He too. did. Like that was crazy. Like when you, you hear people, I love Adult Swim, and you hear people who work there, mm. successful or unsuccessful. It's kind of rough. I think it's just that it's and it's an Atlanta based company. Well, as they say on the, I've heard them say on the Venture Brothers thing, they're like, yeah, we have a show on TV, but we don't. They say they make dad money, but they don't. <laughs> they're not rich. Yeah, yeah, nobody gets rich, and like uh, they kind of can do whatever they want, and shows come and go without notice after two or three years. Well, the sad thing about television production is apparently you either get rich or you get to make whatever you want, or, or you die you, trying, or HBO yeah. options you show, but, like, <laughs> and you get both. But uh, it's shit. I forgot what I was going to mention there. Um, yeah. No, but he he said he wants to do a finale to Metalocalypse, whereas um, one of the guys from Aqua Teen like. They don't like the way they sh- they had they had a movie that wasn't produced. Uh, there's a there's a written script for a new Aqua Teen movie, mm. and he threatened to kickstart it. So I think <laughs> if we see that, please uh, please understand. LaserTimePodcast.com will be riddled with Aqua Teen movie updates. Yeah, Dave Willis is awesome. I love Dave Willis, and I found out recently he has a friendship with one of my favorite podcasters. Previously, a radio show host, Tom Sharpling of mm-hmm. the Best Show, which I didn't even realize. Tom Sharpling is. Um, he was one of the characters. He's written for the show, and he's also one of the characters. He was one of the villains on the show. He was the onion thing in the attic who also is oh, living yeah. in their house in the finale scene. Yeah. yeah. But what is that guy's name? Oh, Willie Nelson. Man. Willie Nelson is his oh, name. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. I think you're right. But Futurama. Futurama. It's super confusing. Well, yeah. Because it got canceled about four times. times. They they were always so on the bubble. I'm glad With numbers that, of course, everyone would adore now. (laughs) Oh, they only had uh, 8 million viewers. I I do want to stress that again. Like, I... Uh, The last time I can remember being... Before, in a pre-Adult Swim world, being so excited... Futurama, Family Guy, Simpsons, and the fucking PJs. I don't. I was so excited. <laughs> when are these coming on? Sunday night, baby. When? Seven o'clock. Okay, that's weird, but I'll be there. Baseball runs long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then football, and then you have a few and then months. Football and then football runs football long. Starts. And it just 
the shows I'm, I show up to view something and there are sports on my screen. Man, I fucking... You wonder why I hate sports. Yeah. I went out twice today for breakfast and found out that on game days, when I live too close to Giant Stadium, they don't cook eggs after... <laughs> After after ten o'clock, so I couldn't get fucking breakfast because of sports. I hate sports so much, <laughs> and it got King of the Hill canceled. It got Futurama canceled. Yeah. Fuck them. Uh, Futurama also had a musical finale. One of did them. it? The yeah. first finale was a musical. Yes. The, the latest yeah. one is the freshest in my head. The but, uh, the, the, the devil hands or idle playthings. The the yeah. one with the uh, the intergalactic con artists or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they they have like the. Singing about Lars and uh, the uh, teaming up with Robo Santa to attack the aliens. Oh, oh! I think that's a different one than you're yeah. Thinking. You're you're yeah. confused, Michael. Am I? Nope. I don't think that's the right one. The, that the that other, was their comeback other movie. Time travel movie. The con- yeah, that was Bender's Big Con, which was their comeback film. Big school. Yeah, but it was school. it was a comeback film, but it was also like supposed to be a finale. It was no, but, Wild, Wild Green no. Yonder was supposed to be a finale. Oh, yeah, okay. they were going to have four movies, and Wild Green Yonder oh, was a finale. Right. Which so did. that was the first of the second. The that movies. was the second. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yes. no wait, it was. It was the second. I Bender's game was no, the no, second. no. The, yeah, Bender's game was no, no, no. no, no. Yeah, the big con- big score. Mm-hmm. Then you had uh, the Beast of a Million Billion Backs. That's what it was. Right. Sorry. Then right, you had yes. Bender's Beast game, and then you had Wild Green. Yonder. That was with David Cross, okay. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I liked I liked the Beast of the Billion Backs. That was yeah. funny. Yeah. It was funnier than Bender's game where they fought. Well, they they, they got, fought Morks, not Orcs. Get it? It feels it feels Get like it? A, a transitional <laughs> period we won't live through again. The audience the audience desire for more Futurama was there, and they couldn't find a network to put the show on. So they made four straight to DVD movies. The first, Bender's Big but Score that being, could being, be cut up into being TV the, episodes. Well, Bender's Big Score was the worst because it was three episodes and it yeah, was yeah. not satisfying to watch all in one sixty minute sitting because uh, it didn't make any sense. Not much. Uh, no. But the other ones were a little like uh, the yeah. Beast of a Billion Backs was a fun movie. That was a lot of fun. The three part yeah, like saga. Yeah. Um, so th- there's an, and I like there's, Wild Green Yonder too because it actually has like multiple storylines. Well, did the original on. Fox aired show have an ending? That's, yes. So that there's had, an ending there. <laughs> devil's Devil's hands are idle playthings. Yeah. That's and there's right, the, the DVD endings and right. Wild Green Yonder. Wild Green Yonder. And those um, went to Cartoon Network and then it was purchased by Comedy Central. No, no, no. The, the all the DVD ones they were all, they were Comedy Central. They was gone. Yeah. They were gone from Cartoon Network before the I don't those so. started airing. I don't think so. Think, yeah, but then yeah, after the movies, right. they got another season. Yeah. Yeah, then they well, came then they back, got... and they had, according to one of the writers, Overclockwise was supposed to be a finale, mm-hmm. um, where Bender keeps adding more and more memory and more and more parts to him until the point he's like a supercomputer that can see the future. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end, Fry and Leela, he ends up like undoing it, but uh, Fry and Leela like, are on the hook, I think, for it, for breaking their... Uh, was it customer service agreement with mom mm-hmm. <laughs> by overclocking him? Something like that. And then uh, they're like, oh, well, if you could see the future, what's you know going to happen with us? And he writes him a letter, and then they show them reading it and like going like, oh, happy. Oh, no, sad. Oh, this part's sad, and this part's happy, and this part's sad. But they don't let us, the audience, know what it is, but it lets us know, oh, they're going to be together. Which I feel like they had to confirm like 18 different times on the show. Like, and then they ended up together because of all those different finales they thought they had. It, I did and then what was the real finale? It kind of took the piss out of everything. I, uh, Is I, it a big reset? No, it's not a big reset. But it's one of those things where like they, they have... It's had, not a reset so much as a closed circle. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Uh, it's, it's Fry and Leela are kind of unstuck in time, right? Right. And yeah. uh, they are together. 
and they get to experience things on their own while the world is stuck in time. Right. Mm-hmm. And they like grow old together mm-hmm. and everything and then they get un un unstuck. They, they, they go back. Yeah, but to in, the in getting un unstuck, yeah, they go back to the beginning of the series. Yes. Well, yes. they do. They, yeah, but they've done that. There's plenty. I don't know. I've accepted Welcome any. Welcome to the world. <laughs> I, I, I'll accept any time displacement in Futurama at this point because they've done yeah. time travel so well and funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they, they they basically become the last two people on Earth essentially and have yeah. to fall in love and do and it works out for them. Well, you know, b- before we reach the end, there is one show that seems like it will never have a series finale, but actually did have another of those series mm-hmm. finales and then got renewed. And that would be the 495th episode of The Simpsons, Whoa. Uh, which was entitled, uh, let's see here, Holidays of Future Past. So it was another yeah. flash, flash, uh, fast forward episode or whatever mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it takes place in the future. Here's a little pic of the all the characters just watched this and so yeah they it was 2011 Mm -hmm. they thought the actors would all quit quit instead of taking a pay cut to do more episodes because uh just fox they just don't have that much money i can't do four seconds of voice work for anything less than two million dollars you know what they (laughs) fucking deserve it they deserve it more than other people yes give them more money but then i'm not i'm not there i don't I'm not desi- I don't crave more Simpsons. Yeah. So if someone's offering you the ability to do an easy job, and and there's apparently millions of people who still want you to do it, mm-hmm. I'm not one of them. Fucking do it. So they make the Chris- this Christmas flash forward episode, and it's you know telling what's happened with everybody. It's the birth of Maggie's daughter is is kind of central to it, and you get to see all this stuff that happened in between. And it's it's another of those like future forward ones that isn't canonical because you'll know there'll always be another future forward one but if it's the last episode then it is canonical and also they wanted it to be a fitting bookend because the technically first aired episode of the simpsons mm-hmm. is a christmas special so they want yeah. their last episode to be a christmas episode and then it got renewed at the last minute and they everybody <laughs> signed their deals so but uh, the article that reminded me of this was that uh, former polygon writer chris plant say or plant uh, he writes for the verge he wrote the article called, like, the series finale of The Simpsons already happened and it was wonderful. It's pretty so, okay. Read that article or just watch the episode. It's pretty okay. Yeah. it's it's a And it would have been a good finale if you just want to pretend, like, okay, series is over. Like, that's it. I thought the one they aired this year, which was a, a scrapped plot for the movie, hmm. which is in a non-Halloween episode, they go to Kang and Kodos' planets. Blech. Oh, yeah. I think that's an okay finale. Shouldn't As a finale. There was also yeah. a non-Halloween episode word that was the flash sword, but it was like Homer dies and is cloned repeatedly. Yes. In, in the present day. I love that episode. Days of Future Present. I think ah. it's I just that is a line that should not be crossed. It should only be crossed in a movie. If they if it had been the movie, that's what I'm saying. I'd be fine. If you do it once, if you leave it open to do it again and again, I'm not as excited. I'm not into that. Uh, That's that has been laser time. Oh, hey, South Park had what felt like a finale. You're getting older. Oh, like that really would have been. When I was talking about this with Dave and Hank, both of you were like that. Did they think that was the finale? Because that would no. have been a great finale. I don't think so. You're they knew to... they still had a deal to make more seasons. Yeah. but It it's... would have been. It yeah. had the show ended. But that's it. we got to end it. LaserTimePodcast.com. More shit like this here. Good, uh, awesome features uh, related to the exact same thing we're talking about. Pop culture memories, categorizations, rankings, top sevens, and video game streams. We also have a bunch of other podcasts you can enjoy. If you don't want to go to LaserTimePodcast.com and listen on your iTunes and your Zoom uh, <laughs> your precious Zoom. How do you think laser time will end? Um, probably with my death. Oh. I don't really know what else I'm supposed to do. 
Well, I think one of us dying will end it. Nah, so? I guess. Nah, if I die, you think I'm going, going to stop doing no, laser on tag with the show, die. damn it. Yeah, I would hope you would never. No. You would I never hope do you all keep doing me. it even after no, your death. I, ex- I will exploit it for a month long. Goodbye, Henry uh. Gilbert episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, God we damn. will give away your Mario toys. No! Um, <laughs> bury me with them. <laughs> hey, but you can listen to Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast they do every week on the... Uh, talk about the newer things in the world of the comic books. Also, there's cheap podcast, the Pro Wrestling Show. I also am on pretty much every episode, hosted by Dave Rudden. And that's all paid for through... Uh, Patreon.com slash LazerTime, which you'll also hear the Talking Simpsons podcast. Uh, the first season of that has been a lot of fun with Mr. Bob Mackey. And you can hear me on Vigigame Apocalypse uh, out every Friday morning, sort of, maybe, if you're up late. Uh, we talk about games. Sometimes Henry's Ooh. on. Usually Chris is on. If you haven't listened to it yet, well, why not? Why do you hate me? Am I that horrifying to listen to? Yes. Oh, you're right. Aww. So what do we leave people with then? Uh, a closing song, and I really have to piss. Good night, everybody! <laughs> <laughs>